This is the Victory Podcast. Every week, we'll share an inspiring message about God's grace and forgiveness for you, wherever you're at in life. Your victory starts now. Hi there, everyone. Uh, this is the Self-Control Mini Podcast. Uh, we're wrapping it up today to by discussing how self-control is affected by our environment. So... Um, Tell me a little more about that. How, how is self-control affected by the things and the people that are around us? Go ahead. Well, I think we'd like to think that uh, everything is just about willpower. But the reality is, like, um, we are affected by the people around us. And we will give in to peer pressure. And, and that peer pressure is not always a bad thing if we surround ourselves with the right kind of people. Uh, and we surround ourselves in the right kind of environment, you know. If you struggle with alcohol, don't rent an apartment above a bar. I mean, you know, if you uh, don't put yourself in a situation where, where you're going to have to exert tons of willpower. Studies have shown that willpower is a diminishing resource. And so, uh, you know, you might be able to fend off temptation a little bit, but like there's a story in the first book of the Bible about Joseph. Uh, he was put in this house to take care of it. And there was this woman who was married to another man, Potiphar, who wanted to sleep with him. And he knew as a young man, he wasn't going to be able to say no to her. So he always made sure he was around other people, never would make himself alone with her. And I think that was a really powerful. Mm -hmm. And then the one time she did make her advance, he had the willpower to, to run away. He wasn't saying right. no a hundred times. He had to say no once. Right. No, that's good too. And right, willpower is all internal. Yeah. And... And you want to talk about a diminishing resource, right? Yeah. Is, is us compared to God who is resourceful. He is the God of resource. And, yeah. uh, you know, whenever, at least from my own experience, whenever I rely on myself, I can do okay for a while. Mm -hmm. but, but the cliff is there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's just, it's just going to be there. And so to design your environment uh, to, you know, if you struggle with a pornography addiction, put all the security blocks right. that you can on your on your computer. Change that environment. If you struggle with overeating, take all the garbage out of your house. If you struggle with an addiction to phone, you know, leave your phone in the car, in the office, somewhere where you can't, whatever it is that, that you struggle with, change your environment. And then maybe if you realize, like, whenever I'm with this group of people, I do this, and I don't like who I become, right. then you got to stop hanging out with that group of people. Yeah. And that's why I think AA is such a powerful um, organization because they get you around people who are in recovery and you're, you change that environment. You, instead of going out to the bars at night, you go to a meeting. Mm -hmm. And instead of hanging out with the people who want to influence you to do bad things, you hang around with people who influence you to do the right things. And, and just that alone uh, allows people that potential to, to, to break right. that habit. Yeah, very good. Very good. So one question that I think I always kind of struggle is, is that, um, you know, so you want to surround yourself with Christian friends, good influences mm -hmm. on your life to, um, to live the life you, you want to live and that God calls you to live. But what about those people that we're also called to reach with the gospel? How, how do we reach those people when we're trying to stay away from them? Yeah, right. What do you think? Yeah, I got, you know, I can frame it a lot of different ways. One of them is, are you a leader or are you a follower? Right. And so if that's your natural inclination to be a follower, you really got to be careful because you're a follower. There's nothing wrong with being a follower, but then you're going to follow down paths that you may not. You're going to really struggle to get out. If you're a leader, use those abilities as well. Lead that conversation. You're not just there. You know, you you lead um, and and 
and do it that way. The other thing that, that I think is really, personally, I think is really important is just because someone is a Christian doesn't mean they always have the best thing going on, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and so in, in that respect, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And so uh, in every situation that we're at, whether we're with an unbeliever or with a Christian, we want to, to guide uh, that conversation, those actions in love and honesty, integrity, you know, giving glory to God. And, and, and so for me, that's, you know, right now, that's kind of where I'm at because I know I'm sinful, yeah. right? When, when I go to church, the confession of sins is for me. The absolution yeah. is for me. Whether I'm preaching or Pastor Ben is preaching, the message is for me. Right. It's not just for someone else. Uh, so, I, you know, that's how I kind of, kind of frame that i think um this is a real problem because i think studies show that once somebody becomes a christian over over time they become they have they have less and less contact with people outside the christian faith it's such a good thing that community that they've been built into but then there is this forgetfulness that we are called to continue to be outward focused so i think it's just self-awareness what stage of my life am i in right now all right I became a Christian. Now, do I still have some addictive patterns or some weaknesses that if I put myself out back in my previous community, um, I'm going to put myself at risk? Mm-hmm. And maybe I can't hang out with my previous friends that, that I, um, you know, struggled, you know, that I gave into temptation with them, but maybe I can still reach other people. Um, but I also think there's a, a, a rhythm that Jesus taught us where, Jesus would spend a great deal of time with his disciples. He would um, seclude himself with his disciples, a small group of people. Then he would go back into the larger crowds and then come back. And I think that's what weekly worship is so important. We come back to church. We maybe have a small group and we get recharged and influenced and connected. And then we, we make sure that when we're at, maybe usually probably for people to mostly work in their neighborhood, um, in those places of, of your occupation and in your neighborhood, <clears throat> where you'll probably be around people with different backgrounds and different, you know, uh, to be a light. And then when you get drained, maybe, in, in, in the world, you got to make sure you get back to worship, make sure you get back to your small group. What do you guys right. think? Yeah, you know, I, what is, as you were talking to, one of the things I was thinking about is, is Jesus met people where they were at. He didn't join in their activities. Yes. Right. Right? And, and so we're looking at people as all very valuable, because they are. Right. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we're going to join in these activities. Right. Right. And that was the great thing is Jesus came with humility, right? That, that he was invited to all the parties, mm-hmm. right? And I think we kind of want to be that person that's always invited because uh, we, tr- we treat people with humility, you know, having that mindset that you talked about that I need the gospel as much as anybody else. Yeah. But it is something that, that it, you know, you don't need to reach people start with alcohol by going out to the bars. There's other ways to reach people. Right. right? You know, to, right. you have to, you know, there's, yeah, you know, and that's true for sure, right? And, you know, Scripture says, I think, both in the Old and the New Testament, bad company corrupts good character, right? You know, and uh, I think that that's, that's, that's one of those character issues for us. You know, where, where are we at with that? Yeah, and when you lift up another brother, <laughs> the Bible says, you know, be careful lest you should fall also, right. you know? Uh, so it is, it's, it's a te- there's tension there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. So um, we thank you so much for joining us for this mini-series on self-control. We invite you to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 
and then check out our YouTube channel for videos like this, as well as our Vimeo channel for message archives. Um, and if we can ever do anything for you, please let us know. Uh, you can go to victoryofthelamb.com or email us at hello at victoryofthelamb.com. Uh, that's it for this series, and uh, we look forward to seeing you at worship at 9 o'clock ten or 10.30, in person or online. God bless your week, and uh, God's blessings as you go into the mission field. Thanks for listening to the Victory Podcast, brought to you by Victory of the Lamb in Franklin, Wisconsin. For video sermon archives, more information about us, and to let us know how we can meet you where you're at, go to victoryofthelamb.com. Dot com.